Hello and welcome to Vampire TV, your weekly recap for all things meta. We are here to wrap up season four, and we have a really good show for you today. I am your host, Kenneth, and around the table, as always, I am joined with the two hostesses with the mostesses, Beatrice. That's me. And Monica. Did you just say something nice about us? So, I, like, look, people? I'm, I'm in a weird place today. I haven't talked to people much, oh. so. Also, very optimistic that this is going to be a good show. <laughs> it is. No, I'm, I'm feeling good about it. So, let's dive right in. Oh, fart! I did not watch the boys episode four. <laughs> well, I'm explaining it to both of you then. Jesus I thought Christ. I heard you watching it this morning. I was watching Person of Interest because, oh, like, God. I don't know why that makes sense, but that's what I'm doing. Instead of watching The Boys last night, I watched new episodes of um, Gourmet Chef on Bon Appetit's YouTube channel, nice. and she made Hot Pockets. So I'm your and host, I Kenneth, and around the table we have the hostess with the mostest, Beatrice. Okay. Yeah, me. And Monica. Wow. Monica you know doesn't what I'm do homework. <laughs> yeah, that's actually quite correct. Yeah. Monica is yeah. surprised she has two degrees. <laughs> That's uh, that's why I don't have to. Uh, thank you, Laura, for making sure I got that second one. So we are going to be talking about the season and series finale of Krypton. Uh, I'll be talking, apparently, about The Boys, episode five. And then we've got some Jessica Jones. And, of course, the greatest show on television right now, Titans. I love it so much. It okay. makes me so happy. Uh, but first, let's jump into the newsy room <gasps> and... Start a little union I have, strike. I have newses of the weeks. Go. Um, Tom Holland. <laughs> what is, wait, what is happening with the drinks over here? Nothing. Okay. Don't worry about it. Cool. 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 Um, Tom Holland apparently single-handedly got Spider-Man back into the MCU. Did he give like puppy eyes? Because I could see that. He basically went to like the head of Sony and was like, "Hello, it's me, Tom Holland. What the fuck are <laughs> Good you doing?" Good old Tommy H. How dare you? I was blah blah blah. I'm Tom Holland, and he's doing their new Uncharted movies. And I'm pretty sure he was just like, "Hi, I have clout now because, as you can see, I can turn this into a franchise for you. Mm, I need mm-hmm. you to get back to the table and put like Spider-Man back on track because I really think we were going somewhere great." And then he went over to the head of Disney and was like, "Hey, fuckface, I'm Tom Holland. What are you doing?" Look, you want fifty. Calm your shit. We'll give you 25 and you still have your merchandising rights. Yeah, so he Be basically, cool. I don't know how much like involved in the specifics he was, but he was like the go-to liaison between nice. the two to get them back mm-hmm. to the table because he loves Spider-Man and he loves this Spider-Man and he didn't want to see all of the good work that he and that director and the writers and Zendaya and all of them did together on the first two just like blown out of the water by Sony. Mm-hmm. Tom Holland, the hero we deserve. I dig it. I dig it. Oh, what was your other piece of news? Since I don't have any. Um, <laughs> do you know who Timothy Chalamet is? No. Did you see Call Me By Your Name? No. This doesn't work as well if you haven't seen <laughs> Call Ask me, me if by I know what a Call Me By Your Name is. It's the peach fucking movie. <laughs> nope. It is what? the tragically nope. romantic gay love story set in the 80s in, what are they, Italy? Italy. Okay. And it stars Army Hammer. Army Hammer oh, okay, okay. and Timothy Chalamet and Army is a grad student visiting Timothy's dad to study anthropology or Greek myths or something. And he stays with the dad because it's like that kind of a teacher. Mm-hmm, Timothy mm-hmm. Chalamet is like kind of introducing himself to the fact that he's bisexual because Army Hammer is so hot. He's like, mm, and then they I'm start DTP. an illicit gay love affair. Aww. And then he like misses him in an attic and like 
has sex with a peach. It doesn't matter. It was very hot at the time. Where are we going with this? The point is, <laughs> I don't know what else you would have seen with Timothy Chalamet in it. But Timothy Chalamet is a young actor who's very good. And he was asked on the red carpet about Robert Pattinson's Batman and immediately went into a five-minute TED Talk about how much mm. he loves Robin. Nice. And that he would want to play Robin to Robert Pattinson's Batman. And I'm sitting here going, what if, what if what? Don't, I'm we paying attention. skipped all of the bullshit? Okay. Origin story, um, pearls, guns, okay, nonsense. Okay, no, sorry. I need to see Martha Wayne get shot. No. <laughs> Shall we see Martha Wayne shot and her pearls scattered on the street? Yeah, I have I a very specific fetish, and it is <laughs> Martha fake Wayne pearls hitting the pavement. It's like a reverse <laughs> pearl necklace. Ew! It just <laughs> my dick's a vacuum. And... Uh, I haven't seen anything. Anyway, so no. Oh yeah, it's all a metaphor. How great dicks. would it be if we got Robert Pattinson, younger Batman? Mm-hmm. He's already Batman. We don't have to deal with any of that bullshit. And he trips across Dick Grayson or Tim Drake or Jason Todd. I don't care. And it's Timothy Chalamet. He'd be a great Tim Drake, actually. I think so, too. And then I was thinking in the car, what if it was Tim Drake, Timothy Chalamet, Tim Drake, and then Nightwing exists, and it's Channing Tatum. How old is Pattinson? See, that wouldn't work with Robert Pattinson. He's too young. We just negate how old Channing Tatum is. No. He still looks like he's 22. No, no, we just have to have, we have to have old Batman for that. (laughs) Older, at least. All I want is Michael Keaton as old Batman in a movie with Robert Pattinson as Batman and Timothy Chalamet as a Robin. I don't care which one. Yeah, okay. And then Zoe Saldana will be, um, Catwoman. Or. I also love Ruth Nega for Catwoman. (gasps) That's right. We changed our minds. Ruth Nega for Catwoman. I want Cassandra Kane in there also. That'd be nice. It's like. Murder Batgirl. I love I love Cascade, and I'm pretty annoyed. Here's your newses of the weeks is yeah that um the the trailer for Birds of Prey dropped, and that random girl that Harley's hanging around with is apparently named Cassandra Kane, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, it, it was a very Harley centric teaser. Not I, I that wasn't even a full trailer because you don't really get any story from it. No, so. no that's not the my problem. point. Is is that they've named some rando Cassandra Kane. But it's not her storyline at all. Like, you've taken a character with a disability who has a really great, interesting backstory and just removed it. Yeah. Yeah. Which sucks. Just, just to give, just, just for to name use the name. When you could name her, like, name her Stephanie Brown. I don't care. Name her literally anything. Name her anything. So I'm, I don't like that. You do care if she's named Stephanie Brown because, spoiler, is a delightful character. I mean, I mean I'm just so, thinking, but so is Cass Kane. Cass oh, Kane is a great character. Wrong. I just don't don't have like Stephanie Brown be the schlub backup I, character. It was a metaphor or a simile or whatever it is mm. of like it's the same. See how mad you are right now? That's where Beatrice <laughs> is. Okay, like I'm helping. Well, and I feel like you could take some rando and make them Stephanie Brown, and Stephanie Brown could build from any backstory. I think to get to the point where, as long as her dad is an asshole. You get to the point where that's pretty easy. she becomes Batgirl. Shitty, Holly, shitty Hollywood's great at yeah. asshole dads. They got that on lock. Yeah. And it's not any dad. It's the Clue Master. Okay. And he's the fucking We're any track here. Any other news of the week? <laughs> yes. Uh, final season of Arrow is dropping, and they're going to have a backdoor pilot for a uh, future, I assume, like... Mia-centric. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, a a show that Mia happens to be in. It's going to be Mia centric. She's the young, hot, and predominantly ingenue. stars uh, 
Laurel and uh, Dinah. It so. does not predominantly star them. It and predominantly stars Mia, and no. they are her backups. No, it's all about Dinah recreating the Canaries. And Mia that's happens what, to be. Can you bring you your want. head closer to me so <laughs> I can catch you in a condescending it's way? Not true. <sighs> he literally texted me on our shitty work interface to be like, "It's going to be Birds of Prey," and I'm like, "Honey, no, it's not. Honey, no, it's not." Yeah, I didn't see that it was set in the future, so yeah. that one's on me. I'm mad because, like, now we have to, like, no offense or whatever, but, like, we got to look at that shitty age-up makeup on Donna and on Dinah and Laurel for an but entire show. Also, like, dip them in the Lazarus pit. Let's fix that. Yeah, let's get rid of it. Maybe we get uh, fucking Batman Beyond with this. Cause, I don't know what that means. You know, if you're in the future... You can get crotchety old Batman in there. I'm always here for crotchety old Batman, actually. But like, I don't, I don't need Batman in this. Oh no! But I mean, this could then spin out a second set of CW shows set in the future. And it's basically just like live action Batman Beyond. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Fuck yeah, that'd be dope. I, I do love crotchety old Batman. Yeah. Wait, is Batman Beyond a cartoon or a comic? Cartoon. It's a cartoon. Is that the one with the the Joker and his kitten heels? No, that's oh. Batman the animated series. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, and controversial here, the best animated superhero cartoon ever. Incorrect. Yeah, Batman sorry. the animated series? Yeah. But that's fine. Uh, I'd say definitely my top three, but I, I don't know if I could just decide in this very moment, because, like, Avatar has to be up there. He said superhero. Oh, said superhero. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, I mean, that's I was pa- even... pausing for a second. I was like, how fucking dare you? But then he said superhero. And I, oh, we're fine. <laughs> but, like, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, Heroes has to be up is there. Is very good. And also, uh, 90s X-Men. Would... Oh! I don't know how yeah. well that holds up, but... Um, but I'll talk to you. I I'll... don't believe you for even one-third of one-third of a so second. Great. But I have rewatched Batman the Animated Series, and that shit holds up. It does mm-hmm. hold up. It's mm-hmm. still great. That yeah. is the best Batman ever. Except for maybe Michael Keaton. Still my favorite. Except, yeah. I'm like, I go back and forth on who my favorite Joker is. I mean, Mark Hamill's Joker has got Heath to be up there. Heath Ledger. I yeah I think Mark Hamill like he's my so iconic good. Joker because mm-hmm. he's less Gross. overtly disgusting and murdery mm-hmm. and more just I'm here for terrible Troubles. pranks that sometimes people die anyway uh, that's news of the road. week other than everything comes back next week so hooray I love the fall I mean yeah no I get to wear my boots again I'm not sweating so much uh, all my shows come back it's Halloween month I love it. Spooky. I liked all of those things until the last one. And the last one makes me want to put myself into cryo sleep for 31 days. But it's Spooktober. No, Spooktober! I, I haven't jumped out of a closet with a knife yet. Girl. Yet being the operative word. You're going to get punched in the face. Okay, first show. Okay. Let's go. Uh, do you want a very quick recap of the boys? I say we hold the boys and we'll just do two episodes next week. Okay. Putting a pin in that. And we will come back to it. You're the worst. I'm probably going to do two episodes next week. Let's, let's be optimistic. <laughs> so let's then jump over to Jessica Jones and get that out of the way. This episode was really good. <laughs> Wait, Jesus. I know. I mean, what it was, are your thoughts, Kenneth? It was great. Whatever. Cool. I'm super excited. I actually really liked it was, this episode. It was good. It, it was one of the best episodes they've had this season. I'm just super checked out on this season because I'm like, eh, cool. It's this same boring ass serial killer. And meh. Yes, I will say that this serial killer is very boring. But I do like a lot of the shit that they're doing with Jess and with Trish. Mm-hmm. I like that they're 
getting back together. I oh my god, like I mean, uh, skipping to the end uh, with Trisha's mom being killed. Uh, I, I think that's really going to re-cement their relationship. I am concerned uh, that the, that the opposite will happen. That she's going to blame Jess for this and blame herself for this. No, she's going to blame Jess for stopping her from killing that guy. And then she's going to blame herself. And then they're going to never speak again. Mm-hmm. And, and it's then gonna Jess be is going to be like, remember that time you killed my mother? Oh. And it's all going to go downhill from there. Yeah, okay, that could definitely happen. I was because I was really enjoying the most in this episode watching the two of them do PI work because we we keep asking for more of that shit yeah. and it never happens. So seeing them just wandering around, I mean not like not like aimlessly, but talking to people, yeah. asking the same question ninety thousand times before somebody finally gives you the answer. I feel like that's most detective work. Oh yeah, Boring yeah, it's just shit. beating the street and mm-hmm. <laughs> boots on pavement. You're disgusting. Well, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking Jesus about. Jesus Christ. I should sit closer oh to God. the mic. Cameron and I kept giggling at paint night last night because she'd say stuff like just the tip. Ah! <laughs> no! My God. And we oh just God. couldn't stop giggling. <laughs> anyway. In a meeting at work once, they couldn't stop talking about the special sauce. I had to like get up and leave. <laughs> I was like, I can't be in this room. Oh, man. Nice. Anyway, this episode was good. The serial killer guy is a piece of shit, and every time he opens his mouth, I want to punch his teeth in. Like, that whole thing where he was like, you think super means superior, and I'm like, bro, the only person who thinks that is fucking you. Yeah, you're projecting like crazy. Yeah, it's like the, it reminds me of the dude from The Incredibles, who just wants nobody to have powers because oh, he's so up his own ass about yeah, that he have powers. No. If Syndrome was a fl- flaming misogynist. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah, I thought he did good, like, tricking them, though. I thought that was interesting. I love her relationship with the cop guy. Yeah. It's very dad It's great. Mm-hmm. Costa's trying to get himself a baby. Yeah. Which is also very cute. I'm a little frustrated with his partner just because, like, you married a cop. What did you think was going to yeah, happen? Yeah, like, and also Costa Can't should just be, be like, hey, I just got a tip on a serial killer yeah. that's killed a shitload of people. I need a minute. I was like, in my house, I was like, Costa, just tell them this is about your active case that is a serial killer and you need to step out for two minutes and this is what a cop is and I'll be right fucking back. I think, I feel like if he had explained it, it wouldn't have been nearly as This is another one of those, like, hacky writing things. Yeah. Usually it's the wife, but in this case it's the husband who's like, how dare you be a cop? You married a cop. Like, what the deal? Yeah. Because I feel like most of the time... What the deal? (laughs) What the deal, Kenneth? Jesus. <laughs> what the deal? It's probably a lot of the times you can prioritize your home life because your active case is like a robbery or something low level, right? You, that can wait half an hour. Mm-hmm. But this is like a dude who is actively murdering people. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. That can't wait. So. Baby looks cute, though. Baby does yeah, look cute. Yeah, cute baby. That'd be tough for gay cops to adopt a baby i can't even imagine like a cop on the regular and then also you're a gay cop but at least he's a gay cop with a husband so then mm-hmm. you can be like while i am a cop my husband has a normal job yeah. he's a professor or yeah. he he works in finance it's gonna be fine he's my patrick he's very stable oh we all want a patrick maybe he'd be the kevin he's also oh, the kevin, the kevin. Yeah. more applicable mm-hmm. God, when is book and i come back can we focus cannot any other thoughts on this episode of jessica jones other than like it was good i'm pretty sure jessica's gonna stop her from killing that guy but also mm-hmm. like because eh. like 
I'm, I'm always of the two minds where I'm looking at this guy who's a piece of shit, right? And I don't care if he lives or dies. But then also, I don't necess- I don't think Trish should make herself a murderer for this. Like, I- especially since all Trish has wanted is to be a good guy, and how yeah. she descri- defines that is how you guys define that, and I find annoying is like you don't kill people or whatever. I, I think- mean, she's already killed somebody. That was an yeah. accident. She shot her mom in the head. That was not an accident. I thought you meant that other lady, the 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 pool thing. Oh no. She <laughs> shot somebody in the okay, head. Okay, she she no, I, she I, Captain America did. She I, rolled the hard six. And I made get a where decision. she's coming from. I'm just saying she is already. I totally forgot she shot Jessica's mom yeah, in the like, head. Yeah, like she definitely yeah, she forgot did. that. Straight up. Never mind. Somebody. I feel like this isn't going to stop her from being a superhero, and she should go ahead and slit that no, fucker's throat. I think Trish will regret this later when she's not so full of grief and rage. And, you know, also, if we take a look at the wider perspective, this is not a murder that she's going to get away with. This, they, they're literally surrounded by press. The only way that you can kill someone is to not kill them when you want to. You have to let that simmer for, like, five years. Yeah, you wait five years, you move far away, preferably, like, across the country, and then on some random night in October, on a Wednesday, <laughs> a maybe. Wednesday. Why are you stealing my shit? <laughs> you just come back, and they have an accident. They fall off the roof while they're putting up Christmas lights, or they shoot themselves in the face cleaning their gun. Look, a lot of people have heart attacks in the middle of their REM cycle. I yeah. can't explain that yeah, to you. so strange. But somehow, this guy is dead now, yep. and it's not anyone's problem. Maybe somebody shows up and, like, injects an air bubble into one of his veins. And that is just... literally the best way to do it. You just have oh, to yeah. find a way to hide the needle mark. Under the testicle. Literally, I was thinking, <laughs> what if you went inside of them? <laughs> could you find a vein from somebody's butthole? Because I don't. It's think all I veins in there. Yeah, No, it's all capillaries in there. Here's the thing, though. There are veins that lead to the butthole. So if you just get a vein and kind of, like, follow it into, like, the wrinkly rim portion, <laughs> you could probably get it there and, like, no one would oh, notice. Man, can you imagine? Or you go in the... You open up his butthole and then try to, like, get it from the inside. But then they'd be like, he was sexually assaulted. Can you imagine getting a shot in, like, the butthole. rim of your yeah. butthole. Ugh. You'd have to literally be under general anesthesia. <laughs> like, that is not a that. thing anyone should sign nobody, up for. Nobody's sleeping through that. No. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how people get full bikini waxes where they do like the entire line of all of your soft parts. Because mm-hmm. oh. I've, I've done the like up to the, the edge. But yeah. like there's the, if you do the full Brazilian, they have to go like over the curve into the inside yes. of the labia. Yes. And they go like like the start of your crack all the way around to the nope. front of you. And I'm like, that is in no thank you. One fell swoop. I or, feel like that's how I'd want it. Just yeah, because like, <laughs> otherwise like a band-aid. Like, you have one strip and then you're like, mm, nope, we're good. We're done. And just like half of you is hair free <laughs> and you're like, this is my life now. It's fine. Yeah. Um, Brenna has the best plan. She gets a little drunk first. Oh, there you go. And then goes in and gets it done, and then it doesn't. She, like, gets drunk and pops four Advil, and then, like, Jesus. <laughs> that seems done. healthy. It's fine. Okay, let's move on. Sorry. <laughs> to, uh, Krypton. Oh, listeners. Oh, uh, good old Crap Town. This is the last, this is the last episode of Fair Crap Town that we're gonna get. Okay, how do you want to do our, our, like, our, like, outline here, but... Do you want to do a summary of the episode, talk about the episode, and then the ice cream bet? Or do you want to open with the ice cream bet and then talk about the episode? So I want to open with the ice cream bet. I was watching the show, <gasps> and 
I texted Monica. I was like, hey, I bet by the end of this episode, you are going to be actually sad there is not a third season. Fucking and she's Trixie, like, ice cream money you're bet. so stupid. My name's Monica. Because at that point, we were, about, we were about 25 minutes into the show. And, we yeah. were and like, I, was, uh, I was like, there's no fucking way I'm counting down the minutes until this like hellscape is over. Anyway, so, so she took the bet. I took the bet because I'm stupid. And now we'll talk about the show. And then we'll talk about how no one knows how the bet ended. Okay, so let's recap this episode. Uh, it's the ultimate episode. Yeah, stuff follows happened. Follows the penultimate episode. Yeah, yeah. Which follows the anti-penultimate episode. <laughs> Nerd. Anti-penultimate is one of my favorite words. My God. So what what did like I feel like I enjoyed this episode, but honestly I don't really remember what happened anymore. I think there was just a lot of fighty fight. It was fighty fight. Kim is dead. Yeah. Um they had a nice we're sad about send off it. to him. They had a send off. Cool. Adam got a suit so he can walk. With a fucking jetpack. Yeah. Also he's drunk as balls. Wouldn't you be his boyfriend just died? I know. One of his multiple boyfriends just died. Uh and his uh his one eye girlfriend is dead too. Man, poor Adam. All his all his all lovers are dying. All his lovers. Yeah. Yeah, he can't have anything nice. Um Including legs, apparently. Yeah. His uh his outfit did look very like actual Adam Strangey, which made me very happy. Nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Um I was just glad he got to be up and about. Whenever a character is just lounging around on the bed, anytime they're in a scene with another character, I'm like, are they gonna bone? <laughs> My god. Including when Grandpa was in there, I was like, legitimately, I was watching that episode when Grandpa's being like really soft with Adam, and then like we switched to a different scene, and I turned to her and I was like, "Is it weird that I'm shipping them?" TV has trained me that whenever a character is on a bed and they are approached by a second character, they will soon bone. They're going to bone. So Grandpa Val and. Adam are going to mourn Kem's death together. Yeah. They're going to get drunk and find comfort in With each other's their bodies. penises. My God. White dick's touching! Yeah! We had a nice uh, kneel before me from uh, Seg to Zod, and that was very cool. They're they're really taking that for as far as they can go. I feel like they've done kneel jokes about nine times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, and then they um, they decide not to kill him, which, like, fine. So they strap him into the Black Mercy. Instead. Yeah, so that's great for him. That, that can't last. Like you, like he won't, he can't stay in the Black Mercy forever. Why? Because every time I see somebody into the strapped into the Black Mercy, eventually they bust out. Yeah, but all we've seen so far in this one was it was lasting indefinitely until they started extracting goop from it. Mm, so true. yeah, you know, you just keep him under guard. Pops out, let him walk around for a bit, toss him back in, and just uh, cycle it. It's fine. We were curious because it opened with his, what we now know, his Black Mercy dream of him, like, at Earth. Mm -hmm. And the two of us were like, oh, fuck. What's gone wrong? But it turns out, no, this is just his dream for whatever reason. Yeah. He wants his his parents to be proud of him and he wants to conquer Earth. Um, Nyssa used Sam, nope, Adam's, like, teleporter and ended up on Ran. We're pretty sure it's Ran. Pretty sure it's Ran. Yeah. Also... She lands, and Beatrice immediately goes, does this planet have a yellow sun? Is Nyssa a superhero now? Oh, and I was like, oh, that would have been so what sick. If, what if? All of a sudden, she can just, like, jump tall buildings. Well, it's going to be good if she has to fight a bunch of hawk people. 
Oh, well, there were flying hordes of hawk people. So yeah. God only knows what's going on. Yeah, it looks like uh, Thanagar invaded. So, Oh, my God. Great. I'm so dumb. I literally just realized we're never getting the baby back. We're never going to find out what happens with Nyssa on Rand. This show is dead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Garbage. And... Another reason to want a third season. We're never getting... The ultimate space buddy cop combo of Sagan Lobo. All right. Here's where the ice cream money bet so, went against me. I do have to say that I thought it was really weird that nobody else in the bar reacted to Lobo. And even when Seg turned to say something to Adam and Grandpa, neither one of them turned to look at him or really reacted in a correct way. So it made me wonder if Lobo's even real. Could be. Could also just be uh, maybe like wrapping up acting schedule they couldn't get everybody together or something because people were moving on to other projects mm. i i don't know i don't know it, it would be interesting to have lobo writing seg's brain for next season instead of brainiac but how i don't know how i don't know like a tiny piece of him broke off and is regenerating in seg's brain now oh my god he breathed Ew! in yeah he breathed in a little lobo blood and lobo is reconstructing so I'm just himself. like imagining like one eyeball like on Ew! top of his brain <laughs> under the skull nice you're a nightmare <laughs> you're welcome so everyone i lost my stupid ice cream bet but it's only because lobo is the greatest thing to ever happen to this show yep lobo and nissa mm-hmm. and i want to see more of them. <laughs> Lobo and his canonically huge dick. Yes. Lobo. Irish Lobo. Canonically huge dick. Canonically pansexual, apparently. Correct. And that was Crap Town. Yeah. That was a thing that we watched. Man, I really hope Nissa has superpowers on Rand. I'm just saying, like, how great would that be? She becomes a superhero in her own right. Yes. Also, I love Seg looking down at uh, Lobo's dick and just saying, good for you. <laughs> And Lobo's you know saying, why? I grew up myself. Because Seg, straight up, super confident in his sexuality. Mm-hmm. All right. Good for you, man. Love it. Um, and yeah, so it ends with that, and Brainiac with his new, quote, son, Jor-El. Gross. And, um... He takes, uh, takes the baby to Earth. Yeah. So that's weird. So I'm, I'm like, what even time is it there? Like, yeah. what is, what era? What year? I, I assume still, like, at 100-ish years prior i guess maybe only like 50 depending on how old jor-el was i don't know how like what's the timey-wimey difference like between earth and krypton like can you i i don't know how time travel or how like space travel works well no so what kind of spacing it on is the age of superman and jor-el right so Mm -hmm. jor-el was a dad and superman was a baby when superman got shot from krypton to earth jor-el is a baby Mm -hmm. so that's how we can tell what year it is on Earth, except we would need to know how, like, the ratio of Krypton years versus Earth years, but and, also, like, how old he was. Well, and, like, how long did it take for the baby to travel from Krypton to Earth? Yeah, because also... Yeah, if true. that took, like, 50 years, that would tell us more yeah, about I, time Yeah, I feel is. like Superman was in, basically, stasis yeah, he was. while traveling, so, you know, that, that screws up the timeline also. We'll never know now. Yeah. We'll never know. Womp womp. It'd be so funny if they showed I okay up and it was like ice cream money. Yeah. Fuck. Um. Haha, you lost. Oh. <laughs> we were all friends here. Yeah, it's it's too bad. Like it, the last couple episodes really brought it together, and you know, maybe maybe DC Universe picks it up since they're minus one Swamp Thing at this point. Oh no, Swamp Thing! Beloved Swamp Thing. But a thousand Swamp Things over I, this. 
Yeah. I think they this was always just a, a Oh god. Mm-hmm. I think this was just a rough show in general because it's so story driven and a pretty convoluted one at that in like mm-hmm. a weird section of Superman's history that like it, it's hard to sell it on to people. Like, oh hey, watch this show that you can't jump into. You have to start at the beginning and also it's very strange and doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, season one was very good, but mm-hmm. this season just didn't know what it was doing. It, it meandered a bit. So. All right. And also sci-fi, you know, like, they, they need that money for, uh, fucking Sharknado stuff, so. Sharknado 25? Yeah. And also another season of The Expanse. Is that on sci-fi? No, it's on Amazon because sci-fi canceled it. That's right. Sci-fi's stupid. Okay, what's next? Titans or Stumptown? I didn't watch Stumptown. I forgot about that. Oops. Oh, so I'm not the only one who didn't do their homework. I did all my homework. Okay. Wow. There's two of us and one of you. So. Yeah. So, calm yourself. <laughs> all right, Titans, I guess. Okay. Titans. This show's so great. I love it. It's full on comic book, and uh, it makes me so happy. I'm I'm impatient for us to get to Nightwing. Just yeah. Like, be Nightwing already. Yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. I don't care about White Aqualad. I I want Nightwing. Oh, I like Garth. Garth was a delight. Garth turned out to be great. Donna turned out to be a piece of shit, but, like, I want Calderon. Calderon Donna is my man. wasn't a piece of shit. She was a conflicted teenager. Oh, man, Donna was, Donna, I like Donna, but she was really shitty this episode. She was soups shitty. She was somebody who thought she was going to have to leave the mortal earth forever in six months, so didn't want to get entangled with anybody. Like, Yeah, but she didn't say that ever until it was, like, months of them working together sure she she could have communicated it better but also throughout this she episode was she was a literally teenager could have co- so they're in their 20s they're, they're not teenagers 20s. okay well fine Dude, 20s they is can the new drink. teenagers what the fuck i mean teenagers can yeah, drink no, it's not legal. i guess like I, I was saying to monica if donna was my friend and she told me what she had done with aqualad i would have been like girl that was fucked up oh yeah her fucked her up. goodbye banging that was super shitty no, when she's when she's he he is pursuing her in a way that even though it's persistent, never feels gross. Mm-hmm. And he was doing his best to respect her boundaries by while still letting her know that he was interested. He was doing everything right, as far as I can tell. Literally, the first time she could have been like, "I'm leaving this mortal plane in six months, and it is not good for me to get involved in anything." I appreciate where you're coming from, and I may or may not feel the same, but this will never happen. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, she needed to either say no in a very firm way, like, stop asking. This is never gonna happen. Right. Either shut it down, or you have to be honest with him about where you're coming from. But the fact that all she did was tell him no, but, like, in yeah. a way. Oh, a I don't feel way. like Italian. Oh, I'm not that integrated. Like, it's, it's saying no in a way that she thinks is soft, but it's just saying, like, I won't do that, but, like, find something else and I'll say yes. So she either needed to completely shut it down or, I don't know, or just be honest with him. But then the fact that she, through with her experiences with him, she knows that he's emotionally invested with it, mm-hmm. with him. And so then to not even tell him that you're leaving and then fuck him and then bail is so shitty. Oh, it, w- it was shitty, for sure. Super. And then she's leave late. Dick to tell him that she's leaving. Right? Oh, my God! Your friend holding the emotional bag? Not okay. And I don't know. Maybe I just look back at 
everyone I knew in late teens, early twenties, everyone was a giant hot mess. Like it doesn't make it okay, but it, it makes it understandable. I think that my problem with that supposition is that none of your friends were superheroes. None of them had trained with adults. None of them had mentors they spent time with. None of them lived alone in a house with a bunch of other people. None of them had to communicate with one another as a team. Yeah, but they are trained. Look at their mentors though. Batman, who's an emotional zombie, uh, don't say a bad word about Diana. Wonder Woman, who's fine, but also... What just came out of his mouth? If you're going to say she's fine, you better say it like, she's fine. I mean, she is fine. And also, she's fine. She's a nice person. She's... She's a diplomat. She's all about communication and talking. Are you telling me that she wouldn't have instilled that in Donna? I, obviously, I just, she didn't. I guess no, I... Donna's a shitty person! <laughs> I mean... I would say this tells me that Donna is emotionally immature and kind of a coward. That mm-hmm. she's yeah, that- she's a straight up chicken shit. So I'm I was very upset with her this episode. Here's the thing, Donna Troy superhero, awesome, killer, like her a lot. Donna Troy human being, she's garbage. She was garbage. She, she has garbage. learned a lot since then. I hope that she has, um, yeah, emotionally matured. I'm telling you she hasn't. I'm telling you she's just, like, celibate and doesn't do anything with boys ever. And she'll never, ever talk about it because that's, like, the superhero way. And then I'm just going to rip my face off. Everyone needs therapy. Every single person at birth should be assigned a fucking therapist. <laughs> I do have to say on the Tim and what's her name? Dove? What's Dove's real name? Tim. No, I'm sorry. Wow, I said Tim. I meant Dick. Yeah, what's Dove's real name? We're terrible. Uh, It's Hank and uh, Dove. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Shoot. But anyway, uh, Robin and Dove in this episode, I guess I assumed that they It never happened. Well, no, I thought that she had cheated on Hank, that she had always been with Hank, and I think I assumed that they had cheated together. Yeah, but apparently... Post uh, beating up the the coach, they actually they did broke split. Up. Um, which is like fine because Hank was pretty chill about them, and they did, were yeah. physically affectionate in front of Hank, and he was not a dick. Yeah. Also, man, is like Don. Yes. It is Don. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Yeah, like I, I like five years ago, Hank, and I really hope we can get him back because he was he was fun. He was a cool guy. He was great. And I I feel like we're kind of seeing that Hank come out a bit with uh with Jason Todd, which yes. is nice. He just uh he needs You know, a- Jason Todd is my dirtbag boyfriend, but yes, he's he also garbage. Oh yeah. God, he's the like, worst. Like he's the fucking worst. <laughs> I almost don't really want him as my dirtbag son anymore. But like <laughs> he's I have claimed him anyway. and he's mine now, so it's fine. He's but gonna, like yeah, Jesus. I, I feel like Deathstroke's gonna kill him. Oh my, man. my friend um from Singapore tweeted out like oh can't we just let jason todd live and i was like girl he's trash and he's gonna die (laughs) and he's so much better as the red hood he is better as the red hood he's not built to be a good guy he's built to be an anti-hero a vigilante morally lazarus pit flexible yes he's built to be morally flexible and work in the gray areas Mm -hmm. him being with batman is a mistake no, Batman's like, oh, God, Batman's such a tool bag. God, uh, you're so millennial right now. Every time you say no, I'm like, what? But you mean it as yes, and I'm like having a problem. It's a verbal tick. I know. God, Batman is he's such a tool. He's always a tool. So it was definitely interesting where um, Dick and Dick and Dawn are having their conversation when the power goes out, and she's like, 
I don't want you to be Batman, which obviously nobody wants anybody else to be Batman. But then at the very end, not if you like a person, <laughs> she tells him this is the point where you have to be Batman. Yeah, if you and want it, to talk about shitty people, let's talk about Dawn. Wait, did I miss that? No, at the very end, that's the last thing she says after they figure out who Deathstroke is. She's like, "This is it. You have. This is when you need to be Batman." Ooh, which is I yeah, and this is same that. Dawn who's shitty. like, "Hank, you need to stop being a superhero. We can't do that anymore." And then she goes and does it on the side. Like, that's also shitty. I'm not defending yeah. her at all. No, I, I wasn't saying you were. I, I'm just saying, like... It, I think he was saying that, and you guys should fight. We should... No, that's so much work. Like, no. basically everyone in the show is... Uh, except uh, Beast Boy. He's so pure. And my girl, Corey. Corey's great. Oh, she's, she's great, great, too. All the time. I, I hope she's going to come back and pull everybody's butts out of the fire. That is not um, where I thought that sentence was, was I going. Have, I have thoughts about Aquaman's dumb Aqualad. person. Self-lad person. <laughs> um, I was flashing on Jason Momoa's Aquaman film mm-hmm. and, like, the fact that bullets were, like, bouncing off of him. Ah, so. And then we, we had to, like, it. look it up because I was like, how is Aqualad dead right now? So, obviously, Deathstroke was there to kill, uh... Donna. Donna. Um, knows that she's some somehow adjacent to Wonder Woman, so is pretty bullet resistant. So brought something banana pants to kill her. Oh! Garth gets in front of it and it punches right through him. He was expecting it to bounce. Yeah, that's why he stood in front of it. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, I got this." Oh shit! Oh, I didn't even think fuck. of that. that I that's... thought he was. I thought he was doing that dumb man thing where he's like, not you, my lady. No, he's like, man, I, he's like, I'm Aqualad, yeah. bing, and then he died. Man, oh, that, sucks. that sucks hard. Yeah, that, that's my theory on it. That makes sense. That makes a lot of I sense. I like that a lot, actually. That makes me feel better, because I was like, Aqualad, why so dumb? This is better. Poor Aqualad. Yeah, so he did. Does this mean we get a new Aqualad and his name is Calderon? Maybe, Calderon. but I feel like Called at your mom. this point they would have passed him. <laughs> yeah, I fucked your mom. Wow, that escalated quickly. Richie, no! Jesus. Um, I, I don't think we'll see that this season, at I least. I know. We'll never see that. It's fine. But, but like, I want it. Live action, boy. Black Calderon. But the bisexual hero we deserve. And his super hot boyfriend! That's a name. Um, Wind. Two N's and N's and an E. That's right. Who has a fucking stupid name? Fucking Who the fuck stupid. names their underwater child thing wind? wind. And then spells assholes. it weird. Jesus. Spells it like a white lady mom who can't decide between, uh, you know, Austin, Bronx, and Jack. Oh, that's mean. We have a friend named Jacqueline. Whoa, man. I am so glad this is on tape. Please delete that. This is going straight to her. We love you, Jacqueline. No. Um, Yeah, so otherwise, this was a five-year flashback for the whole episode. I liked it a lot. I really like the team dynamic. Um, I'm excited to see current team get to that same place. Mm -hmm. Uh, It does help explain why current Donna is so weird about being back here. mm -hmm. Because she's emotionally stunted and a trash person. Yeah. Interesting, then, also that she didn't leave after that happening. And I I wonder if part of that was... Yeah, it, to track down Deathstroke. Um, oh yeah, because then he must have just retired. Because we, because he, he's like when we see him now, he's like getting it back on. Unless, unless he's got like some stupid ass code of I can't take another job until my current job's complete. 
and she dropped off the face of the earth. So he was just went into semi-retirement. Oh, no, that's exactly what happened because we were trying to figure out at the beginning of the season why he suddenly deathstroke again. Ew. That's got to be it. The hit was on her the whole time. Man, I, I should write comic TV. It's like you've seen television before. <laughs> and read a shitload of stupid comic books. Um, yeah, yeah, that was basically it. Yeah. I really liked it. I'm excited to see where the season goes. Episode, yeah. I need a uh, I need little Superboy to show up. It's it's funny when you have a little bit of comic book knowledge, but not all of it. So I had no idea who Aqualad was before I started watching Young Justice. Mm-hmm. So then for me, that's who Aqualad is. Same. So when I saw the promos for this episode, and I'm like, what the fuck? Why is Aqualad white? Literally, yeah. same problem. I was like, who's this white boy playing Aqualad? Where's Calder? So I looked it up, and Aqualad has been white since the beginning of time. And mm-hmm. Calder only appeared on the scene in 2010. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough. It's, yeah, it's always weird. So It's almost better sometimes to have no knowledge than to have a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. So we will see you next season. Same Bam Time, same Pound Channel. <laughs>